Welcome to Writer's Block. Today, we're going to talk about Writer's Block. First, we'll talk about how you can find the time and motivation for writing. Next, we'll talk about things we found helpful when we suffer our first dose of Writer's Block. I'm Rebecca. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm Becky. I'm Sterling. And I'm Brianna. So I'm going to open up it up to you guys. What do you do to find the motivation to keep writing after you've gotten your idea? Um, for me, so much of life is repetitive and kind of boring. Like things that need to get done are dishes and vacuuming and or work or whatever. But um, writing is something I do for me that I build and it I can complete something and I'll have created something. And so whereas dishes is a cyclic sort of thing where like, okay, today I do the dishes, tomorrow I have to do the dishes, wherever the dishes will need to be done, I can write a book and that's something exciting. So I just remind myself of that. Remind yourself it's not a chore. This is what you're actually doing for fun. (laughs) I also think, so I think one of the things that gets hard about writing is it's just such a long process and you maybe you feel like you're not going anywhere so like I think it helps to go back and look at your well for me anyway to like look at the outline and look at my overarching plot and be like okay I'm getting somewhere actually. On that note I do think it would be hilarious to read some of our old writings on here (laughs) compared to like new writings because you do improve you do get better. I'll have to go to my parents' house and get my floppy disk of yes. my <laughs> early writings. Because I still have a floppy disk of my early stories somewhere. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. I have, I'm have. i writing Andaris right now. Um, I wrote it when I was 12. And it's horrendous. It's really, really bad. Um, so yes, I, uh, I agree with Brianna. It it is daunting when you're thinking about doing a whole book um, and you see passages that you've written that are terrible, but it gets better. <laughs> um, and it's one page at a time, one chapter at a time. So I, I try to keep that perspective. <laughs> um, all right. And for me, one of the biggest motivators to keep writing is I can't read it if I haven't written it. <laughs> which is just the worst, but, you know, um, cause I'll get like, like I'll draft scenes and I'll get like excited about them existing, but it like, at the end of the day, I can't read them and be happy with what I've written if I don't write them in the first place. And that, that gets me going. Like I have to be able to read this. So I have to write it first. Yeah. Do you guys ever open up the document and just stare at the blank page and feel just terrified and horrible. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I've never actually done the whole staring at the blank page thing. Um, but I have avoided opening the document altogether. Um, knowing that what I've got to do next is, is going to be harder. So like right now I've been stuck a little bit cause I'm trying to adapt my old draft to my current draft because there's some stuff from my old draft that I need that I absolutely need to happen in the story. Like they're, they're final pieces of my outline. Um, And so I'm trying to adapt it from my old draft and it's causing me to just not do it at all. Um, Mm. 
I probably should just write it from scratch again instead. But adapting is so much easier, <laughs> except that I haven't done it. So um, I think I also do a lot of, I don't know if y'all try this, but I, I try a lot of little tricks that I hear online or on TikTok or, or whatever to try and trick myself. So for example, the last thing that I did was um, someone suggested that you write in the format that you publish. So if you're going to write, or if you're going to publish a six by nine format book, write on six by nine format paper. So in meaning in word, you go in and you change the page size to six by nine with the correct margins. And then as you write, it's like you're writing the book into existence because once you're done with that draft, you have a six by nine draft. And so I've been trying that and that's been helping with my nonfiction stuff because the pages are shorter and, and all that. Right. But. Is that helpful for you just kind of visualizing it? So it seems more like an attainable goal. Um, I think it's more that it makes me feel progress a little bit faster because a page of six by nine is not as many words as a page of eight and a half by 11. So I get through like three pages in a writing session, even if I've only written 400 ah, words or something trick like yourself that. that you're doing more yeah um, <laughs> well or it's not that you're doing more it's that you're actually seeing what you are doing sorry yeah. i interrupted you brianna oh i actually have exactly the opposite thing that i do i mean that sounds like a good <laughs> idea i should try it but i find sometimes it's kind of intimidating just like typing so it helps to handwrite because then it's like okay this is clearly the rough draft. No one's looking at it right now. It can stink. It's fine. So, yeah. Did you say writing it by hand? Yeah, writing by hand. And, like, I write in my crappiest cursive. And, yeah. I second that, but I never write in cursive because it's just the words get too long. And then there's only, like, one word. I'm, I have really bad cursive. Cursive is a dying art. I don't think a lot of but that's, of people do that anymore. That's why I do it, though. Brianna, what were you saying? I do cursive exactly because it's a dying art, because I know that if people just glance over my shoulder and see what I'm doing, they have to actually think about reading it. They don't just automatically read it. That's awesome. Okay, so for me, when I have the blank page problem where I'm like starting something new and I'm like, I know, or I need to fix something and like write a new scene, sometimes very similarly to writing by hand, I just need to pull out a paper and start drawing pictures and sketching my characters out. And that helps me think what's important about to the character, what do I need to happen? And sometimes I, I'll just like write it out like like I'm talking to myself. I'll be like, okay, what needs to happen? Where do they need to be at the end of this chapter or this scene? And why does that need to happen? And what are the possible ways that could happen? And a lot of the times I have to go with my first idea that I come up with, even if, it's, even if I think it's terrible. It usually ends up not being so terrible. There's something about writing with your gut that seems to work. <laughs> So, yeah, um, usually, usually I don't have a huge problem with writer's block in as much as like, I've gotten pretty good at just saying, you know, it doesn't matter if it sucks to just write it. Um, but if, 
it happened just this last week where I was sitting there and I was, I, I, after like 30 minutes of looking at the page, I'd only written a sentence and it's because, um, the scene was just not working. I was trying to get like my character to do something that just felt wrong for the character. And so I had to change the plot a little bit because trying to write in, I was just, I was stuck on a line of dialogue that didn't sound like the character would ever say it because it wouldn't. So I just rewrote it. And as soon as I skipped that. Um, and then the second thing is there are times when nothing is wrong and I just don't want to write a scene because there are a couple of things that I'm just, maybe I don't feel really comfortable writing. Like, for example, something that requires a lot of research or like historical accuracy seems like a lot of work. So what I'll do sometimes, not all the time, is just write down like, in this scene, there's going to be this fight. What you need to do to do this and then just skip to something more fun just so that I can get it going. And then I'll go back and write the hard part, hard parts after the book's already done and I feel like all right, now it's manageable <laughs> for some reason. I, I was going to say, I think I heard at a writing conference somewhere that writing writer's block doesn't exist in the, the way that we think it does. It's usually our kind of intuitive writer's brain telling us something's wrong. Something's wrong with the story where we're forcing a character to do something that they wouldn't normally do or um, the scene just isn't working or a description isn't working. And I think that's, that's why I haven't been working on my stories because I'm forcing an old draft into a new one. Um, I also don't have time, but that's neither here nor there. The The point is that um, I think that for a lot of people, writer's block, not being able to write is more their intuitive writer reader brain saying something's off and it's not letting them go forward. Yeah, you, that's true. you, you intuitively know something's wrong and you have to figure out how to solve the problem. Yeah. So how do you, how do you guys talk yourself through, through those problems? Well, if I know what's wrong, I'll fix it. If I don't know what's wrong, um, depends on how much I've written that day. Cause sometimes I give my pers myself permission to just think about it for a minute. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you have something written, you can go back and edit it. So I just, We'll figure it out in post. <laughs> I think another thing for me is like, sometimes I get too caught up on like, okay, in this scene, this thing has to happen. This thing has to happen. So the next thing can work, but I have to like stop and be like, okay, really try to get into the character's head. Like, okay, what would this character actually be feeling right now? And what would they do? Sometimes it messes up my outline, but. That's okay. It's worth it. And sometimes when I'm stuck on something, the best thing for me to do is just to put it aside and work on another scene or something that's easier, like editing. Um, editing is takes a lot less brain power for me than writing a new story. So, so sometimes that is the best thing or or just like doing a for fun scene that I know I'm not going to put in the book, but might help me figure out my characters, just kind of mess around with the dialogue and see how they act and interact with each other. 
I kind of do the same thing. I put aside what I'm working on. The problem is I start other things. I don't actually like go to a different scene in the same book. I'll just start something else. So like right now I've been procrastinating my book, right? Uh, but I've been developing my next story. Um, it's going to involve floriography, which I just learned as a general term so I can use it, even though it's the title of the book that inspired me to develop the story. So did you say floriography? Floriography. Yeah. yeah it's basically the, the language of flowers from Victorian period. Oh. I'm going to make it a magic system because that's what I do. But, oh, that's, that's cool. And so no, I've been, cool. I've been avoiding my book by developing my next one. One last idea is like, sometimes I don't, I, I do work on two things at the same time. I'm working on a fantasy right now. And when I get into like the, it takes so long to write with such little, with such little amounts of time to write that sometimes it feels like I'm not progressing far enough. And so just having to be in the same scene for like five days in a row will make me not want to write. So one thing that I found that helps me when I only have a short amount of time each day to write because of children, it's all because of children. But um, what I do is since the purpose of this fantasy is kind of is to have fun, I focus, refocus on what could I do in the next sentence that will make it feel really fun. So I don't even have to go on to the next scene, which I know is going to be really fun and I want to get to, but I can't. I say, all right, let's do like a wordplay or hide a reference in the next sentence. So I focus on smaller bite-sized sort of goals so that I have fun in the minutia of writing instead of waiting for big overall pictures. Awesome. All right. Any, any last thoughts on what to do when you're stuck, how to get the motivation to write? This is, it's, well, it's, it's not necessarily when you're stuck. Well, it is when you're stuck. Okay. Sometimes you're writing along and you realize you need to research something. Um, and for me, at least, if I go research the thing right that second, I will just get lost in a research hole and I won't do any more writing. So I, my like first drafts often have like a lot of like asterisk filler or like look this up kind of thing. Um, and also generating names is hard for me. So sometimes if I need a new name, I will just type like asterisk filler name and keep going. And that's a way for me to not, break the flow for myself if I am writing and just kind of take a certain pressure off. I'm going to second what Becky said. I also have some like insert sciencey thing here type things, but also just like you can just do what we're doing right now. Go talk to somebody about it. Maybe they have some cool ideas and even if you don't use them, it can get your brain working. Yeah. I personally hate talking about my book and it's um, very intimidating for me, but but the times that I do like talk through it with people, it's amazing how much it helps. And you know, writers group is awesome. Um, Becky, did you have something else? Yeah, actually, on on that note, I also really hate talking to people about. I love writing to people about my book, but I hate talking. <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> like, yeah, um, and so. Um, but there's in programming, there's a trick called rubber ducking where you just talk your problem out to a rubber duck. I will rubber duck with myself when I'm writing. So um, 
and I don't even have to talk out loud. Like I have, like I have documents that are just ramble about X is the title. And I just like talk at myself about a problem I'm having and eventually come to some sort of conclusion. Usually I do that too. I have my write it out document where I'm just like, let's write out this problem. And I'll just usually start with like, so I'm stuck on this scene and blah, 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 and right through it. My last thing, I sometimes will switch and write a query letter about my book because it makes me distill the problems down to as small a piece as possible. Even though it sucks because writing query letters suck, it helps me refocus sometimes. I think um, doing a query letter is also a brilliant way to look at your book as the whole and also writing an outline and doing both of those things are pure torture for me because I am very much a, a pantser writer, I guess. So, so I hate doing it, but it is, it's really good to be like, Oh, what is this story trying to say? And is it saying that? Um, what are the main themes? Those kinds of things are really, it's very helpful. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today on writer's block. Right on and have a good night.